Oh, g'day listeners, Phil C here. Welcome back to Aussie Flashbacks and have I got a treat for you. Over the last three weeks we've had uh, three of the artists at Music in the Mulga on our program. We had uh, Smokey Pete Dawson, Terry Clark and last Sunday we had Kerry Kennedy. Now this Sunday we have got the person responsible and her husband who's not on the phone but the person responsible for the fabulous Music in the Mulga Festival on the Wandilla Station at Yulo, Carmel Morand. How are you going, Carmel? Uh, hi, Phil and listeners. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me and for the benefit of our listeners too, Carmel. I know from when I met you last year at Music in the Mulga, you barely have a second. You, you drive around in your little cart out there and, I, and I'm waving at you and you're waving at me as you're driving past me. You barely have time to stop and scratch. How do you manage to keep up the energy levels? Uh, well, I psych myself up all year for it. No, it's just the atmosphere of the event that keeps you going. Okay. I mean, it is brilliant. It is indeed. Now, how long have you and David been running this this particular festival and whose idea was it? When did it all come about? Uh, well, it started about 16 years ago and I, we were, I've always been heavily involved with uh, tourism and looking at ways to bring more people into our area mm-hmm. to try and get them to stay longer in yes. our area. Yes, um, Because there's, you know, not, not a lot of ways out in outback Queensland right. uh, for people to diversify and, or, you know, find other ways to make money. Uh-huh. And we've got so many people on the road and uh, I've got a lot of family that are in the music industry. I'm not musical at all. Okay. But I thought at that stage there were no other festivals like this anywhere in the outback. Wow. So, so you, I yes. said let's do it. Yep. And it's been running now for 16 years. It has. It has. We did uh, – this is our – 11th year here at uh, Wandilla. Yes. Initially, we lived on the open Mitchell grass country between Cunnamulla and Charleville, okay. just outside town, right on the bitumen. But we still called it Music in the Mulga because okay. we own this property and this is where we want to move it to. Fantastic. Fantastic. So whose idea was it? Was it yours or David's or a collaboration of both of you or... You know what was what? How did it come about? I know you said to promote the area and, and tourism to your area and so on and so forth. But who came up with the thought? It was mine. Yours. We, we also had a station stay, and um, the standard joke was, um, "What does David do, do towards tourism?" I said, "Oh, he'll open the wine at night if people want a wine." Okay. Uh, <laughs> he <laughs> he loves it. He just shakes his head at all the ideas I come up with, but he's there to support me. Fantastic, and 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 he does support you as as well. As I said, I met you both um, last year at the Music in the Mogger, the first time I've ever been there, and, and I'd never heard of your festival. I, I ran across a fellow, um, Peter Murray, and oh, yes, I saw please. Peter Murray at uh, the Monday Monday Bash, and he said to me. Have you ever been to Music in the Mulga? And I said, look, I don't really know much about it. What is it? Where is it? And then once he told me about it, I said, I have to go and see it for myself. And I have to agree with everything he says, plus 100% more. It is the most friendly, warm, incredible festival. And I just don't know how you've been managing to do this for 16 years and have it running so smoothly. It's just brilliant. We're inviting people into our home. You are. Because it's right at our front door of our house. Yes. But we um, 
Somebody once said to me, you must have been to a lot of festivals and picked out the best of everything That's right, and I put it into one. Yes. And I said, well, I'll be honest, I've never been to another festival, but I wrote down what I would expect at a festival. Okay. And both the musos and patrons that come here say, we just feel like we know everyone. It's we all do. so friendly. Yeah. Um, and it is. It is. Well, the thing, the thing that got me in was the friendliness of, of not only you and David, because it is your home. Wandilla Station is your home, and you are inviting us into your home. But the That's artists right. themselves, they just they give so much of themselves. They don't just jump on stage, play their set, see you later and go. One of the things that impressed me was at the end of the entertainment on the stage, these entertainers went around the big Wandilla fire and sat around and jammed and, and, and made you feel like you were part of their family. It's incredible. Exactly. So was that something exactly. you inspired or, the, or was it just like, well, this is the way they are? Or was it you who suggested that? Well, well, we've always had the campfire and we said, you know, when it's over, yep. how about we, everyone just goes and jams around the fire? Yeah. And we're lucky the musos have more or less taken ownership of the festival as well. Of course. A few years ago, I said you know, we're doing things tough in the middle of the drought. And I said, I just don't think we can do it anymore. Uh-huh. And a few of the musos said, well, you can decide what you want to do, but in May every year we're having a festival here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't really give you a choice. We're going to do no. it regardless. Exactly, exactly. Uh, you yeah. can understand why, because the artists that, that I've met, and I hadn't met any of these people until last year, but they do it they do it for the love of the music and for the love of the land and and for the love of you and David and your property in the area of Ulo itself because they really do give 110% from the minute they get there and it's not just when they get here all through the year they're supporting they're okay. all messaging can we do anything to help you do right. you need this do you need that yep uh, what can we do so um, they've become We've become great friends yes. with a lot of the musos that come. Yes. Uh, and I think that's a big thing. I think it's – and it's easy to see that, that the, the mutual love and respect that they have for you and you for them because it is it is so well organised and it just goes off without a hitch. And last year, for example, what a what – a, <gasps> what was a oh. awful weather <laughs> and the sound. The what big could s- go wrong, did abs- go wrong. Absolutely. I woke up. I woke up every morning, painted the smile on, and in my head I was going, what can go wrong today? Yes, But yes. anyone that was here at the event would not have known any of the problems that were happening in the background. That's correct. That's what and I And even mean. sound and production not being able to arrive, and we had a local fellow, Tom King, mm-hmm. had some gear. So some of the musos went in and picked that up, and mm. then all the musos pulled their gear together. Yep. And people didn't even realise no. that the sound and production hadn't arrived. No. No. They'd all put it together for us. It just it went off without a hitch. And, I mean, even though you had really bad weather leading into it, Mother Nature really smiled down upon us because once we got there, it was like the big the big cloud of, of, of rain had been lifted and, and all of a sudden the whole place just lit up with excitement and and uh, let's now get into this fantastic Wandilla Station music in the Mulga party, which lasts for four nights, really. It doesn't seem to stop. I was talking to um, um, Danny Fegan, and he said, oh, I was at that fire until the sun came up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a competition with some of the artists. You yeah. can be up late. Yeah. But- 
Look, it's it's fantastic, and I'm so so glad that uh, I I actually made the effort to get out there. And it's not it's not really an effort. It's not like it's out in the middle of nowhere because you've no. only got that short bit of dirt, which you guys maintain and look after, like you did last year. You, you made sure that road was graded and everybody was able to get in and get out, and and um, the, the the festival just went off. Without a hitch, with without a problem at all. I mean, the artists were great. The 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 uh, all the little stores you've got, you you've got other things going on out there. There's, they can buy food and so on and so forth out there, and everybody was just in the mood to party for the whole four days. Kick up as much exactly. dust as you can and have as much fun as you can. And at the added it's it's the patrons as well. They even though a lot of them we've never met before. Yes. If we're busy, we go. Oh, would you mind just jumping in and helping us do such and such? Yes. And everyone is happy to help each other. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. And that's what makes it so special. And the other thing that makes it special is you do kind of cap it to to a, to an, a number. You don't want it to grow out of hand like no. like one of these other big festivals that end up with ten, twelve thousand people on your doorstep. We cap it around three thousand because. We lose what people love about our festival. We yes. become impersonal, and that's yes. not what we want. No, no. You want to keep that intimacy happening between the audience and the artists and also with you and your staff and your volunteers. And if it gets too large, then you don't have the time. And it no. does become just like any other festival where your festival, in my opinion, is extremely unique. And it's definitely a country festival that I urge all the country listeners to go and have a look at if they haven't yet seen it. Um, I think a lot of people, we've, we've had um, artists come and they say to us that hadn't heard of it before and they go, oh, we were expecting, you know, just a few people sitting around playing guitars, but it's a real festival. It is. And I said, yes, it is. It is a real festival with real artists and you've and you had some, well, Last year, for example, you had top-line artists. This year, you've got top-line artists. You know, poor Chad couldn't make it. Chad Morgan was on the bill, but unfortunately, he wasn't able to uh, to be out there. But you've got Fanny. Fanny stood in, in his place, did she not? Or? No, no, no. No, Drew McAllister couldn't come. Okay. And Fanny Lumsden is a darling. She, I don't know, about five years ago she was here. Yes. But um, I did a panic. When Drew pulled out, I couldn't, couldn't make it so close to the event. And yes. I thought, oh, if I ring anyone now, they're going to say, oh, we were a second choice. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. I just rang Fanny and I said, oh, my God, if someone rang you four weeks out from a festival, you'd think, oh, well, I'm a last, a last thought. And she said, what's happened? She yes. said, no, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Fantastic. So she's, you know, she's fitted everything in and sorted us out and she's on her way. So Absolutely. she saved us. Absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant. So do you think you're ever going to uh, tire of doing it and having 3,000 people tramsing around around your backyard every single year? I say this is the best party we have all year, every year. It is. Um, So, yeah, no, no. And, like, it's not just us. It's our great group. They're not volunteers. They're happy helpers, I've been told. happy helpers. Great group of helpers Uh that a lot of them we've met through music in the Mulga and they've become our best friends. Okay. um, That are here helping and getting ready and we couldn't do it without them all. Fantastic. Now, this year you've got something a little different. You've got a helicopter this year, don't you? Yes, we've been very lucky. Um, Hilton from up in Winton. Yes. I was speaking to him at Bullier and I said, would you consider coming down to do scenic flights? Uh So 
he'll be here to offer people scenic flights while they're here. So make sure everyone utilises it and they can have a look from the air. Yep, yep, yep. And I've met Hilton and he's got a great setup as himself and a very professional pilot he is. And anybody who takes the time to uh, jump in his helicopter are going to feel very privileged indeed because he's a very experienced pilot and he's got a great uh, helicopter. And uh, you've got a great property to look at from uh, high above. That's right, exactly. It'll be great. It will be great. Now, it's on May, which is the 18th, which is a Thursday, listeners, up until Sunday, the 21st of May. Now, is there any early bird tickets or how's your tickets Um, going? Yes, we have people in here up to a week before Uh and you just pay the extra camp nights to come in early and be set up and ready to go. Okay. And any musos that are here, the Uh Wednesday night we don't promote it, but any musos who are here, they put on a concert on the Wednesday night as an added bonus. Fantastic. Well, I understand that uh, Pete Smokey Dawson is expected to be out there around about Tuesday, he was telling me when I did the interview with him. So, Of course he would be. (laughs) (laughs) Terry Clark gets here on Saturday, I think. Yes, so there's going to be some fabulous guys out there that if if they didn't have their guitar in their hand, I don't think they'd know what to do with themselves. Exactly. So they're certainly going to want to be getting up on that stage and sound checking everything and making sure it's all brilliant before the official starting, which will be the uh, Thursday the 18th. It will be at 10 a.m. At 10 a.m. Fantastic. Carmel, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're extremely – I say this to people, I know how busy you are, but I've seen you. I know how busy you are. <laughs> and it's taken us a little while to uh, to manage to make our, our calendars coordinate, but thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me and my listeners this afternoon. And I Well, cannot... thank you for promoting it. Oh, thank look, you. It's been my pleasure. Look, as I said, I only went out there last year for the first time and I and I want to be there again this year and I've been promoting it this year because I think it is something special that people need to know about and then that they can make their own choice but I always say I guarantee do yourself a favour you, you know you want to and you won't be disappointed with music in the mulga. Thank you. Well I'm going to play a song for you now, okay? Now, I'm not going to say a favourite because all your artists are favourites to you. You love them all the same. You don't have one above the other. Um, Is there a song I can play from you and possibly from one of the artists that's going to be at the festival? Well, as a big thank you, I always say we don't have a headliner. All our artists are headliners. Yes. um, Because they all bring their individuality to the festival. Mm -hmm. But a song I'd like is because she's – stepped out of her little circle to fit us in, mm-hmm. uh, Fanny Lumsden, and she has a film clip for a song called Roll On, yes. and a lot of that film clip is set around Yulo, Bolan, Kunnamulla, so it's in our area. So, Fantastic. Yeah, Fanny that, with Roll On. And that's on YouTube if they want to have a look at the clip and see what the landscape's like before they jump in their car and fly out to Yulo at full speed. Definitely. Fantastic. All right, Carmel. Thank you so much for taking the time. Carmel Morant listeners and David, her husband, they are the owners of the fabulous Wandilla Station in Yulo. Music in the Mogga is their thing from May 18 to May 21. We'll be back with more of Aussie flashbacks straight after Fanny Lumpston's Roll On. We did 60,000 clips with the windows down. Yeah, we, we took the long way around. We took the long way around Endless roads and Chico roads And white lines, gate times And a whole lot of speed and fun 
treasure takes the strength.